You are experiencing HR After Dark, made for leaders, HR pros, and those that make people their business. Hosted by Jada Willis and produced by JER HR Group. All the talent, recruiting, and HR solutions you'll ever need. And thank you for tuning in to HR After Dark. I'm your host, Jada Willis. I'm joined today by Jennifer Watson. She is the Vice President of Human Resources for Lasso. I want to learn about the company and I really want to, you know, welcome Jennifer to our podcast, but we just have the best time in chatting right now that uh, we're really just letting everyone in, all our listeners in to our conversation. So like just, you need to grab a drink, whatever drink of choice you like, because this is going to be a really good conversation. So welcome, Jennifer. Thank you. Excited to be here. Yes. And, you know, I hardly ever get to just sit down and just have a conversation and now it be open to the world in regards to, you know, some of the HR topics that we'll talk about and, mm-hmm. and what we're seeing. I mean, we were just talking about like orange theory, but <laughs> <laughs> close enough. <laughs> yeah, it all relates. Okay. Because it does. how do we actually handle all the stress that we do on a daily basis? You got to take care of yourself, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Mental health walks. Those are my, those are my jam. Oh, that's good. That's really good. Okay. Well, first off, just let's tell our listeners just a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Uh, so originally from Cincinnati, Ohio, uh, love my skyline chili, little plug there, but uh, grew up and went to uh, school in Virginia, graduated, joined Teach for America, you know, taught for three years, was in, in education and thought that's where I was going to be forever. Got recruited to go to um, Dollar General's corporate headquarters. And I was like, what are you talking about? I'm, I'm a teacher. I don't know, but ended up being the best decision I made which really got me into HR, um, pretty much homegrown HR. I've done everything from recruiting to managing a team of 30 running remote employee relations investigations to supporting supply chain distribution centers. Um, and now I've joined a wonderful startup tech company where I'm building the HR department from the ground up. So doing what Ooh. I've always dreamed of doing um, and said I've always wanted to do. So it's, it's very exciting. So much fun. And I love the term homegrown HR. I don't, I don't know if I've ever heard that, but I will be using that moving. Please. Deal. <laughs> and just like, honestly, most every HR professional really except myself is that you didn't start out initially thinking that you're going to be in HR. No, right? no, I, absolutely not. I don't think I don't, I was a marketing major. I, you know, I got my master's in education and administration. If you would have told me that HR and was something I would go into and and not to mention my dad growing up, this is so funny, but he said, don't ever join HR because it's the first thing that gets cut in a company. And now him and not I just anymore. laugh. I know now him and not I just anymore. laugh. I was like, but you didn't know what was coming. <laughs> so that's it, the cool part about HR though, because you need the marketing, you need to, to have the education experience. Right. And then the psychology you know, legal aspect, everything is, that's the, the hodgepodge of HR. And then what's really neat is that you get to have, there are so many different facets of human resources. Mm -hmm. We were talking about how, you know, you love employee relations. I love employee relations too. I know. Good investigation. Keeps you busy. That's for sure. That makes every day a little different, doesn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Our listeners are being like, wow, that's, that's sick. But like, (laughs) I know, but I like how you positioned it though, is also leaving, leaving people whole. Yeah. So can you just describe a little bit more about what that passion is for you? Yeah, I think, um, you know, even I'm in HR, if I were to get a call from HR and they start asking me questions about a situation, it just, 
traditionally doesn't feel great. You feel like you're in trouble. You feel like you did something wrong, even if you were just a witness to it. Right. And most of the times there you hang up the phone and you're like, okay, so what now? And you feel like you're just waiting for the ball to drop. And I just, I think there's a way to one, do investigations where you build trust because you are, you are their HR department. So building that trust, explaining why you're calling and then wrapping up to say like, Hey, this is where it's going to look like, you know, I would encourage you to do a, B and C you will or will not hear from me. I mean, basic human components that really help people to understand why is this person calling? Why should I tell them anything? And then what's going to come of this? I think that leaves people feeling like humans. Right. That's what we would want out of any interaction. I mean, you know, you called me tomorrow and said, Jennifer, I'd like to have, you know, have you do this, whatever it is. I'd be like, okay, so what is the purpose? What, what's going to come out of it? Things like that. And so I think you can do HR the same way. Mm, I like this, this human approach, this mentality yeah. of making sure you're building that level of trust because, you know, unfortunately there are you no know, HRs I've encountered that it's just about, it's checking the box. Check the box. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Hey, I got to get this done and not really thinking about how you're making others feel. And that yeah. is, is so important. And I think that we need to, I don't know, recharge our, our HR community. I think you can get so jaded being mm-hmm. in this field because you're only dealing with the bad sometimes. You know, let's be honest. You have a job because people make bad decisions. That's how it works sometimes. And I'm not right. saying all the time. There's plenty of other things that you do in your job, but mm-hmm. that's all. You're not seeing the good all the time. And so I think it's very easy to be like, great, I got to make another call to talk to someone who made a bad decision. But at the end of the day, you're talking to somebody who might not know they made a bad decision. They might not even realize that they made someone feel a certain way. And you Mm -hmm. can still leave that. You might not agree with them. You might not agree with what they did. But I really think that people are always trying to do the best that they can. And so Mm -hmm. they might not have been raised that way. They might not know any better. You can still treat them like people, no matter what. Oh, I love it. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to. I'm going to fly to Nashville ASAP. Please, please come down. Totally <laughs> gonna, we're going to we'll just talk it up. But, for sure. <laughs> for right now, for the purposes of- For the purpose of this. About bad decisions. So yes. I was thinking through, I mean, we're really in the thick of the holiday mm. season. Yeah. And we're, I know that some, some of our clients have a hybrid work schedule. Mm-hmm. Others have totally returned to the office. They're having yep. get togethers and the parties. I'm excited for that. I Absolutely. love a party. I'm a party. Absolutely. You are a party. I'm a party. It. But at the same point in time, mm, holiday parties, office parties gone wrong. Gone wrong. Mm-hmm. So what has been your experience in that department? Do you, do you think that this, we're going to see, like, it's like a forecast. Are we going to see this December? an uprise. If I were a weather person, there would be a hundred percent chance of bad decisions when alcohol is involved and, uh, (laughs) rain coming after. (laughs) That's what I'll say. (laughs) Absolutely. I think people, you know, I think it's interesting because people want to get to know each other. They want to get together and have fun and, and, you know, see people they've worked with for almost two years that they've never, ever, ever met, which is crazy. So of course, of course, there's going to be that, um, you know, some of those bad decisions happening. I would like to, I would like to 
think that that's not, but we know the reality. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, there's, there's some small prediction here. Um, yeah. Also, I think that I know it's, yes, we're kind of back in action and, and all that, but there, there are mental health issues happening <sighs> and burnout. And like, you get to a place where you're running on this hamster wheel. You finally are having fun with the people that you're in the trenches with. Yeah. And then you know, anything could happen in the Absolutely. sense of just being mindful. I like to say, guard your words and actions. What kind of behaviors, I guess, if we had to to pick out, do you, would you suggest that employees avoid? Let's, don't touch. Don't, don't touch. That was a good one. But, uh, uh, what, what should they avoid? Let's see here. Well, I think I, I always try to think on what what should you do? I think the big thing is being yourself. And if it's outside of your character, then don't do it. And so your character, you've worked with these people for a long time. You don't need to prove anything. You don't need to be anything that you're not. Um, I think there's a little bit of that nerve and anxiety that comes with meeting these people for the first time. You're like, Ooh, I have to be this life and this force and this party. If that's not you, don't be it. Like be who you are. These people have worked with you every single day. So I think that's the first thing. And then I think the second thing is, I always say, if you wouldn't want your grandma to see it, don't do it. If you wouldn't do it in front of her, it ain't going to fly at a party. So growing up, I was told by my parents, if you wouldn't want it in the newspaper. Yep. Yep. I actually, (laughs) yeah, I had, um, when I first started doing investigations, I was so, I would just get so nervous. Oh my gosh, what if I'm making the wrong decision? You know, you're, you're never going to know everything. There's probably 50% of the story that you're just not going to know. Cause you weren't there. Mm-hmm. And, um, my chief people officer was really great. She would say, Jennifer, if the news showed up tomorrow and knocked on your door and stuck a mic in your face and said, mm-hmm. tell us about this story, would you feel good about the story? And that's kind of how I functioned from then on out. If I was nervous about something or didn't know, I'd say, how would I feel if this came up? And nine times out of 10, I was good with it. And if I thought, took a second hit guess on it, I'm, I was like, eh, well, let's, let's reevaluate. And I think the same thing goes for holiday parties. I'll say that <laughs> if someone showed up with a mic in your face and said, tell us about your holiday party last night, right? whether you remember it or you don't, it still happened. <laughs> I always refer to the, like, how to, how to make future Jada proud or whenever I am thinking about, you know, you know, you do something and you prepare, like for instance, I laid out clothes for this morning for the gym. Right. And I'm like, man, I took care of future Jada. I know that sounds, (laughs) but no, I love that. But it's thinking through how am I making, how am I going to make myself proud? And then having that, just the self-integrity. That's, I like that. Usually when I'm talking to HR professionals, we, we start thinking about, and we should talk about it, the, the policies, right? The minutiae yep. of it. But this is good from a, just a mindset perspective. And yes. if, if listeners can listen to this prior to going into an event, because there will also be more parties in January, but right. there's more happy hours opportunity. But always if, will be. Always will be. If you can really start addressing your mindset, then those underlying uh, pieces won't come out if you, you know, add alcohol to the mix. And I think having those conversations with your teams to say, hey, we realize every we want everybody to have fun. This is so exciting. We're so excited. Just remember that you're still working for the company. You're still a representation of yourself and the company. And that's, I think, a re- great think about it. What do you want to be? Who do you want to be? I, and, and helping them too, because, you know, we've done a lot of work to get there, but this is kind of part of our job. Exactly. <laughs> 
to set ourselves and others up for success. And some people might not have that. So I, I think spreading the wealth with that is great. Yeah. And, and leaders may think that's a bit, you know, well, obviously they should know that. No, no, no. Let's make sure we do some reminders and mm-hmm. just refresh. Communication is key. And you hit on that. So if you are setting the expectation, then you also can't, you know, go back and, and be like, well, oh my goodness, why did, why did you even think to do this? It, Listen, we have the conversation. Absolutely. It's, it's like, if you, I, I have this one story. So if you, there was an event and there was an open bar and people just let loose, we'll say that. And mm-hmm. then everyone was surprised by the actions that happened after. There was no conversation before there was no start and end time. There was, Oh, you know, if you, if Mm. people act the way they act and you haven't set expectations and then you fuel the fire, well, you can't be surprised. You set everybody up for that. I mean, come Mm -hmm. on. So I think, Mm -hmm. I think communicating the things that you think everybody should know are absolutely needed because again, not everybody's you, not everybody has your background. Not everybody has been to as many holiday parties as you have. So Talk about it. It's that simple. That's right. And we have the full range of clients of some that have really robust drug and alcohol policies and others that believe that you can have a drink at noon if you'd like to. And <clears throat> but it's about doing what's what makes sense for your culture too, right. right? Like the culture that you've cultivated. And I think it's a very odd thing whenever, you know, you have a very strict drug and alcohol policy, but then you're having this like you know, all out rager. Like it just, like it doesn't. Right. It, well, and it, it doesn't flow. And I think honestly, there's been this whole culture over um, the pandemic of sober curiosity and, and, you know, yes. people getting sober. I think that's also something that we haven't really, anybody's really talked a lot about is if oh, your yeah. entire holiday party is focused around alcohol, there exactly. is a giant population of people who are trying to better themselves and, or, you know, just trying something new, don't want to do it. You got to do something besides just here's some booze, have fun. You know, I think that it's, that's, that's an been- excellent point. That's a really good point. Like, like for instance, last year, I picked the hardest time, November, December, January, I went through a 90 day. I'm not having any alcohol and it was challenging because I do a ton of like happy hours and yeah. events and things like that. Yeah. And it's just a part of our world, but realizing also the stigma attached to it. That's such a good point in making sure that we're thinking through, you know what? Not everyone is going to consume alcohol. Let's make sure there are either mixers, games, mixers in the sense of, hey, how do I strategically make sure that you're going to network with that person? You're going to talk to that person. So it's, I think the key word is intentionality here. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think it's, of course, we're fun. I, I'm an extrovert. I get so much energy off people. I love walking into a room and meeting people. That's just how I roll, but everybody isn't me. And so I think making sure that you're tapping into each type of this holiday parties can be really anxious time for people. And so making sure you give some that people something to do with their hands besides hold a drink. I think that's the, well, that was good. <laughs> and you know what? Take care of the introverts. Okay. Yes. Um, take care of the introverts. They're they're scared. They don't want to go out. But they like, <laughs> in the large groups, like it's overwhelming. And so, no, this is absolutely solid advice. Not where I thought we were headed at the beginning. I'm sure <laughs> like, this is a conversation. I can tell that 
you know, Jennifer and I are really going to just continue on having these you know deep and meaningful conversations about some of the pieces that we handle. And this is just yeah. our routine. This is a you know day to day basis in HR, but not where I thought we were going. But I think it's needed, and everything happens for a reason. And so when listeners are able to you know really download what we're talking about, there are there are so many nuggets hidden in our conversation of how that that a leader is going to be able to not just function and manage during the holidays, but really year round. Yep. And I think to the last point about that is it is on the leaders. It's on the leaders to model the behavior. It's on the leaders to talk about the holidays and how it can be hard and be vulnerable and authentic and say, you know, perfect example. A few years ago, I was getting divorced. I had two kids. It was a tough time. They were going to be with their dad. I was going to be alone. And I shared that with my team. I said, listen, I'm, I'm going to be alone this holiday. I'll probably be working a lot more just because it helps me fill my time. I do not expect that of you. This is how I am coping. And that is, that is the way that I'm going to do it. And, and I don't expect that of you. If you need something, please let me know. But I think leaders leading with authenticity, talking about things and intentionally to your point, sharing things like that, it'll just, it makes everybody better. And it just creates that open line of communication. Uh, It's an honor to be your colleague. Oh, Jada, this is so great. I love talking. Yeah. I'm excited to see what all that, that you do. I think that Lasso is lucky to have you, but uh, there's also just so much in store more to come on that. I have ideas. Ideas are brewing over here. I know I love ideas. Take me down that path. I'm all in. <laughs> oh. All right. So I, I, unfortunately, we have to wrap up. We try to make these, you know, episodes, you know, short, but impactful. Right. And I always encourage folks to, to really take the time. Like it's easy to listen while driving, but also replay and just take mm. the notes because I, I need to listen multiple times to the podcast episodes, the audiobooks that I've like. I have to keep replaying for it to sink in. So. Right. I, maybe that's age. I don't know. But I just feel like <laughs> as I get older, I can't I can't yeah. remember things as don't well. Call me like, out, Jennifer. Oh. Hey, I'm talking about me. They can't see me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, about me. <laughs> I'm just joking. So uh, again, I want to make sure that we have a we're able to be a resource to our listeners. And so if you're looking for me, you can email me directly at Jada at, um, oh, sorry, Jada at willishr.com. What about you, Jennifer? If we have some folks that are interested in picking your brain or HRs that want to reach out, how would they get in touch with you? Yeah, so you can find me on LinkedIn. It's Jennifer and then my main name, Newville Watson. So feel free to find me there. You can send me a message. Uh, my personal email is a little tricky, but it's J and like Nancy, E-U-V like Virginia, I-L-L at gmail.com. You can tell I've done that a few times, um, <laughs> but feel free to reach out. I- I'm happy to just take calls, you know, no sales pitch here, but just happy to talk to anybody. Like it. just helping the world helping these leaders these hr professionals and so thank you for what you do i want to thank our our listeners as well and just leave you with this especially right now out of any time but do one kind thing for yourself and one kind thing for someone else